welcome to another episode of Two Jackasses in One Cup. Without uh, without the, without the uh, recording problems, it just, he, just <laughs> he didn't say nothing. He didn't cuss. He just said they just said now recording. I was like, what the f? Yeah, well, yeah, it, it worked. It actually yeah. worked this time. But that's what happens when you get sleep. It's the mushroom pills. Yeah, could be, could be. Welcome to another episode of the Odd Times Podcast. I am Mac. I'm Kaz. This is a wonderful evening, too, by the way. Yeah, I because I forgot it was Friday. Um, I've been on vacation all week, so. <laughs> yeah, sorry, bastard. Oh, it's been amazing, and I'm just halfway through. I'm halfway uh, no, through my good. vacation. I have been wearing pajamas consistently since Three since days. Monday night. Yeah, yeah, I got <laughs> home Monday night. I've had to get dressed a few times because I had to go get groceries and do errands and stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's been fantastic. I have done a whole lot of nothing. I was supposed to go Christmas shopping today, but uh, I convinced myself I can get it all on Amazon cheaper after Christmas. So, yay. <laughs> anyway, so how have you been, man? How's your week? Been good. It's been, you know, I had, a, I had a hiccup where I can't, I had to learn to read. Um that happens to the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it it's old age or forgetfulness? You know, two don't look like fives. I, I don't. I don't. It's the nature of our industry, and it's the hurry, hurry, hurry kind of mentality that you t- have to take because you work way long hours. Yes, so it's bound to happen. It's kind of, it's just kind of part of the part of the nature of things. I've done it. You've done it. At least you caught it before you went too far. Yeah, I, I mean, that wasn't too bad. It was an hour maybe or so. It's funny because I talked to two people. I talked to you and I talked to Vinny. And um, I, I probably talked to you more this week than I do when I'm working. Because <laughs> I'm sitting there watching a movie and I'm like, I got to call Kaz. Uh, and I have to talk about it. You're, the, you're my go-to now. So I had a little bit of whiskey the other night. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I was very, very talkative. So I apologize on behalf of myself and the whiskey. <laughs> I, I'm enjoying a little, uh, little tequila tonight. So, oh, nice. I've got sake. Uh, I've got me some, I can't pronounce it and I don't want to because I think <laughs> if I mispronounce it, I'm, I become racist. So we'll just say it's a good sake. Yeah, I love some sake. I'm so, having a little uh, strawberry limeade from good old Brahms with uh, a lot more tequila than there is strawberry limeade. So for those that aren't from uh, Oklahoma, Brahms is a local company. It's a dairy, um, and they have some of the best foods you oh, can get. Yes. They, it's they from their dairy, and they, they only travel as far as they can go in one day. So they, they want their stuff to be fresh, so it comes straight from the dairy. Which is not too far from where I live. It's a huge place. They, gr- they grow there. Yes. And I believe they, they have their own cattle farm where they, you know, they grow and raise and kill their own cows. So you get. Oh, see, I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because if you go to work for them, um, you either work for the, the actual restaurants. It's, it's like a restaurant slash, what, grocery store? Brahms, it's hard to yeah, describe. Brahms, it does, it does, they do, they have introduced like some fresh fruit and stuff like that in there, I do believe. So the thing is, is like they took over for Dairy Queen. We had, and now Dairy Queen was a staple of like my childhood because you could get a hamburger and you could get an ice cream at Dairy Queen. 
Yeah. Um, they still have those in Texas, but here yeah. in Oklahoma, it's Brahms, and it's like it's unbeatable. Their burgers, everything that oh, they serve yes. is, yeah. is like hands Very down good. better. Yeah, I think so. Now Dairy Queen has come back. We do have a few Dairy Queens back in the state, but it, it's just it's, it's it's like not it's not like Brahms. And then you know really Sonic Sonic took over after Dairy Queen left, but Brahms is still the hands down. When you want ice cream, that's where you go. Brahms is the is the girls that she said not to worry about, right? <laughs> <laughs> Dairy Queen, Dairy Queen's the girl that you fell in love with in high school, but you grew out of the relationship, and you look at her, and she's got that nervous tick from all the drugs she did back when y'all were separated. That's Dairy Queen. But anyway. Dairy Queen, I will say, if you want like the mixed ice cream, like the Blizzard where they put stuff in it, uh huh. That's the place to go. Still Dairy Queen. Still better than, than Brahms. Brahms what? does a few. But Dairy Queen has more of a variety. But they've got this salted caramel truffle. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> it will make you fat. It, it'll make you want to go back. I haven't had any of that in so long. I got a an ice cream the other day from Sonic. And I could only eat about half of it because I felt myself going into a coma because of all the sugar. <laughs> so, <laughs> I can't do it. I mean, you got me started on that because Kaz's right. wife makes holiday stuff. And she made these dang nuts that were candy coated. And they were so good. And he leaves a bag on my car. And he's like, here you go. And I'm like, oh, I'll take this home and share it with the family. That shit didn't make it out of the parking lot. <laughs> I tried one and I was like, this is cocaine. I love this. Mount it down. So then he he does the only responsible thing and leaves me another bag. Mm. Again, didn't make it out of the parking lot. And I'm just telling people it's like his poor children. He was going to bring some home and yes. And uh, I, it's like it's like I I climbed Mount Everest, but the only thing I have is a story. <laughs> it's like <laughs> you had to try these nuts, man. They were so amazing. <laughs> anyway, that's. Does anything else go? Good or bad this week? Well, let's see. Fantasy football, I got smashed, and we're out of that. You told That's me that. That's a no-go. Yeah. Um, what else can I say? Um, oh, you got called a Republican, which I thought was pretty yes, funny. Yes, I did get called a Republican. Um, He's arguing with a friend of his. I thought that yes, was quite yes, funny. Because it's, it's like... Quite, it's... <laughs> I'm not sure if he can... Re I just sent him some facts about some things, and... And they weren't about Democrats or Republicans. They were just facts about facts. And I find it funny because when somebody is in a cult, they don't ever want to admit they're in a cult. Right. And it's like you can literally catch their cult leader tongue kissing a goat and go, your, your, your cult leader is making out with a goat in the parking lot. No, he's not. And I'm like, well, here's the video. You probably made that up. No, I literally just recorded it in the parking lot. It's amazing to watch it because we see cults as this weird ethereal thing that you would never, ever run into, right? But, like, you run into cult people all the time. On both sides. It's on both sides. It's sad thing. They can't, they can't see past the nose on their face. And, and a lot of it is, is just this they, – they get their beliefs from the people around them. So you can tell what kind of echo chamber people are in by, by like, when you have a conversation with them. And when they get angry and they get mad at you because you're just talking, that's, that's cult-like behavior. Because you and I have had many disagreements over the years. But I've never been like, all right, F you, dude. I got to yeah, go. Like, I, I agree. I'm just like, no, I see where you're coming from because I can see – 
because I'm like, oh, nah, I, I get that. And Or there was one time we had a conversation, I'll never forget it, and I said, you gave me your take on it, and I said, I never thought of it like that. I think I got to think about this a little bit because I'd never really thought about it from that perspective. And I was like, no, I can see that, right? Like, Yeah, I, I mean, and definitely, you know, everybody's – that's the way it should be. It should be an open conversation to, to where you could learn – Oh, and I said tons of stuff to you that you're like, nope, that's not even close to being right. <laughs> no, you just need to be quiet now. I'm like, oh, oh, you're probably right. Yeah, but but you've said a lot of stuff that I'm like, really? And I put Google in, I was like, this son of a... <laughs> <laughs> that's I, not what I thought. Right. I was, yeah, you know? Well, I mean, well, it kind of goes... To... Be about instead of just sticking to your guns, if if... If I tell you two and two is four and I show you that it's four, then you should be like, well, really? it, the thing is, and I, I heard somebody say this, you, you know that the answer is four, but how you come up with the answer is completely entirely up to you. It could be three plus one. It could be five minus one. It doesn't yeah. matter how you get the answer. Just that you understand that the answer is four. Right. And, and I think some of these people are like, well, maybe it's three point seven, six, five, nine. <laughs> right, right, yeah. It's just I'm not rounded up. No, not at all. I think I think a lot of people actually fall into the category of NPCs. Um, they really do because they don't ever challenge their beliefs. And we were going to do a podcast at some point about questioning. You, in order to have good beliefs, I think you need to question those beliefs. You have to have you have to be challenged. Um. Whether it's your faith, whether it's your political beliefs, whatever it is, I think you should be you should be willing to. I definitely believe that challenge. You know, it's like, why do you believe what you believe? If you can't defend it, then how strongly do you really believe that, right? And it's right. not to the point. It's not to the point of like I need to, you know, stand and die on this hill. But at the same time, every time I've had these d discussions with you or with one of my other friends. I always come back and I'm like, okay. And I look at whatever it is from a different perspective and I go, nope, I still believe what I believe, right? But it was good. It was a good conversation. Um, it's sometimes frustrating because it's like your eyes are opened and you're looking at this objectively and you're talking to somebody who's just like, this is my party. This is, you're not invited. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I don't understand that. I mean, whenever somebody results, to insults, whenever they start insulting you, you know you've kind of won because if that's all they got, it's like you're on the playground. It's like I know you are. But what am I, doo doo head? We were having a conversation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's I just don't get it. I mean, it's like my Republican friends that I tell them, well, you know this, you know Obama did this, this, and this. And they're like, no, he didn't. And you go back and you look it up and you tell them when he did it. Oh, maybe he did. I didn't know he did that. <laughs> it's always funny to me. Yeah. How these people will go, like, like for instance, the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. I remember oh everyone God. got so motivated to pick a side. And I just went, I don't care because I don't know either of them. I don't. It's not going to affect me. It's not like a, an election or anything like that or... The only thing I wanted to hear is when she pooped in his bed that he rubbed her nose in it. That's yeah. all I wanted to hear out of that trial. <laughs> you don't do this to my bed. No. 
The only, the only other thing that I want to know about the trial is the the memes that I saw about her sniffing coke while on the stand or in oh. the yes you saw that really no yes. I did yes because it shows her like holding something and then she like rubs her hand on her nose and you see her oh my god oh yeah look that up and I was like I just want to know if she actually brought coke I mean it's. Maybe but the she's funny, the one that brought the coke into the White House, and, and <laughs> <laughs> it's like, but it's like these politicians. Okay, these people will sit and they will literally sacrifice their whole lives to support a guy that doesn't give two shits about him. Like that right. guy is my guy, and if they met that guy, that guy is probably the biggest dirtbag you've ever met. And I don't care what letter or numbers beside his name, he's probably just a dirty, filthy, disgusting human being. And you're just like, that's my guy. But I guarantee you, if you knew everything about that guy, you'd be like, that's not my guy. Oh, he does that with dogs? Oh, right? Like, you don't know this person. You only know their public persona, and you're willing to die on a hill for somebody you know nothing about. Right. I just, I just, it, it baffles me, the cult of personality. I, I think, I was thinking about this, talking with my daughter, about fame. Think about how weird famous people are. Why are they famous? Because they get on a screen and they 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 tell somebody else's words, yeah, and they make you believe that. I'm just like, that's literally what liars do. They're just professional <laughs> liars, and we're that's like, true. they're so popular. And she oh goes, yeah, it's amazing. Oh. We love them. We love them. Now, um, I, you know, I we all tend to follow something. You know, like we we the anime and absolutely, stuff like that, but. To a, I'm not. I'm not getting somebody's name that wrote the anime tatted on my back. Oh no! <laughs> somebody got. Somebody got a. Well, there was some chick. I I don't know her name, but it was kind of a big topic, and and her she was an OnlyFans model. Of course. And the guy got her face tattooed on him, and it was a big publicity stunt. And everyone like she met him in person it was her number one donator sixty thousand dollars this guy's given to this chick i, I don't remember the details of it i have cause... a question i have a mm -hmm. question mm -hmm. is he still living in his mama's basement uh yeah and this guy is exactly what you would picture somebody who watches only fans <laughs> well he's, no i'm not i i i i i i cannot say that um you you've delivered yeah. you when back in the <laughs> day you've delivered to to those yeah. places oh, you yes, know yeah. the guys that go to those strip clubs they're oh, they're yeah. not lookers oh no no I'm, I'm not, yeah so this guy's he's he's about three sizes too big um mm -hmm. so the tattoo is huge it's a good size tattoo it's, so it's very easily seen yeah well what it ended up being is she wanted to do a publicity stunt and he agreed to get the tattoo she paid for all of it none of it was real but she's had a 300% uptick in her OnlyFans. So it was a brilliant marketing campaign on her part. But if they uh, already know it's not real. Well, he, he was getting a lot of heat. This guy was getting like death threats and stuff. And they were why? people were mocking him. I don't know. People are weird, man. It's yeah, why, do you, why does somebody else care what somebody else's tattoo? Unless, I don't know, people. I don't yeah, know. so he had to, he went on podcast and was like, this, this is all, it was all a publicity stunt. But yeah, it's just, I don't know how we got to this place. I was asking <laughs> you what you did for the week and now we're here. Uh, yeah, I, uh, so I've done exactly ex what you would expect me to have done. I played Baldur's Gate on Xbox and okay. I'm farther than I ever made it on PC without creating a new character. 
Now, I bring this up because it's funny. Uh, so you can play couch co-op, which means both of you play on the same screen, and it splits the screen so you each yeah. have like a part of the screen. So I tell my son, I said, hey, why don't we play together? He goes, okay. Now, this game, you can be the worst person you have ever envisioned. It's just think Grand Theft Auto in Dungeons & Dragons. Okay. So we're playing, and he plays a character called the Dark Urge. Now, the reason he's called the Dark Urge is because he has this hatred running through him for all life. And so I'm, like, watching his screen going, what the hell's wrong with this guy? So there's a character, and he's stuck in a magic circle, and he sticks his hand out and says, hey, could you help me? And... My son walks over to him and he clicks it and you get dialogue choices. And dialogue choices is, imagine ripping the flesh off of this hand while you hear his pleasant screams of agony. And I'm like, you're not going to do that, are you? The screen goes to black and he wakes, when, when we wake up, he's got a bloody hand in his, in his inventory. I was like, you just killed Gail. What the hell, dude? Oh my God. Yeah, that, that game's something else. That game. Really? You could just be the most horrible human being. Well, in this case, he's like a dragon, but it's just the worst, man. It's so. I made a insurance sales insurance salesman going. It's a balding elf named Barry Smith. <laughs> he's the ugly, and he's got an '80s cop mustache. Oh, it's the ugliest guy with red hair. So you know he's not getting any ladies. Uh, my son goes, "Your character makes me angry." I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm sure he makes me angry too. I hate him." So, yeah, we're playing that together. We did that this week. Well, that's um, fun. Yeah, it is. Except my son's a little psycho. Uh, he only plays with me when he can ruin things. So, I guess he's like his dad. He ruins everything he touches. But it's been a really good week. Uh, we, had, we had a big uh, Netflix drop. Uh, what, yesterday? Right. Yeah, it was yesterday. Rebel yes. Moon came out. Yes. You haven't had a chance to watch it. No, I have not. Um, I watched it as soon as it dropped. Uh, and I was watching Oni What is that? Oni Oni Musha. Yes. Yes. That is such a good anime. It's beautiful. I and it's on Netflix. I've only got through one episode. And and I want to recommend another anime. I'm not finished with it. Um, but it's for mature audiences only. It is the Blue Eyed Samurai. You told me you liked yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I really like it. And I mean, it's it, you could look at it. From a political perspective, you I just could. think, you but could. the thing is, is if you understand Japan at the time that this takes place, it makes more sense. It's not, it's not woke. It's this, this kind of like where they kicked all the European powers out and they outlawed mm -hmm. Christianity and white people. This mm -hmm. was a, this was a period in Jap Japanese history. It's really good. And it is graphic. Yes, the fight scenes. The fight scenes are Ooh. amazing. Like, now, it hasn't been out very long, so we're not going to give you all these. No, yet. not at all. Not maybe, at all. Maybe a couple months, I think. But I, I was, wa I was perusing on uh, Twitter because I, I typed it in, and and there was people that were shocked at the reveal at the end of episode one, and I'm like, how could you be shocked with that? You could tell. You could tell from the voice actor. Yes, you can, and, and I mean the lines on the face. Oh, I mean, it oh. looked like what it's supposed to be, dude. I am telling you right now, I felt childish glee when she 
the character. Yeah. It's yeah. a she. I'm not yeah, doing yeah. anything. It's a she. Everybody's everybody should know by now, but yeah. When she's fighting her her bully from from when she was a kid. Oh, and man. she's she's defeated and then she takes the weights off of her arms and legs and you're like, "Oh, it's about to go down." Yes. Oh, that was yeah. so awesome, dude. And I'm yes. I'm a, I'm about I think I'm at episode 5 on it, but yeah, it, well, it and there's only 8, so. Yeah, it is so good. It is it it that's probably one of the my favorite third favorite Netflix thing. My first is probably Altered Carbon season one, yeah, which is very good, highly adult. Uh, but it's it's arguably probably one of my favorite science fiction um, really seasons good. of television. I, that really actors, really I didn't know that the actor from that Altered Carbon was in uh, the RoboCop remake. That's RoboCop from Altered Carbon because I just watched that this week. Uh, n- not a great movie, by the way. The original's better. Um, really? Yeah, that's that. that's the actor because I love that Altered Carbon. I, pr- I probably watch it, rewatch that season one probably once a year, once every two years. My sec, my first favorite is Marco Polo, yeah, just because so good. <laughs> just because I I love history and and that period in history where where you know the great Marco Polos with uh, Kublai Khan and the guy that oh, plays man. the Khan is amazing. That whole set piece is that amazing. That whole thing was amazing. Uh, it was really expensive to film, but it was, man, it was, it was, I loved it. Uh, I know some people didn't. Oh like yeah, it. that's right. I, yeah, Joel Kinnaman. I forgot yes. that's who that was. I like him because he, he's been in a lot of stuff. The Killing was a good one with Stephen King. Uh, he was the cop in Suicide Squad. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah he was the cop in Suicide Squad. And then that, that TV, the TV series Hannah that I tried to get you to watch on um, Hulu was it? Uh, Amazon. Amazon. Okay. Three seasons. He he's the dad, and he did a really good job in that one too. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's but, yeah. Anyway, but those are my three. Um, but I I I want to talk a little bit about Rebel Moon. If if okay. you're if you're I'm, able- I'm down. You're not going to give me spoilers, what? No, at all. At all. Uh, I couldn't remember enough about the movie to actually give you spoilers if I wanted to. Um, well, you were you were hindered a little bit in your watching. Uh, no, actually, wasn't drinking that night. No, 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 no. You. Uh, oh, I, yeah, I had my. Yeah, I had my. Had, yeah, you had uh, somebody else. My worst. My worst half. Yes. Yeah. Um, not my better half because I'm watching it. I'm like, oh, and the whole time, critiquing it. She's just sitting there mocking it, and I'm just going, that's my job. She goes, well, you've obviously rubbed off on me. I go, well, that's not a good thing. Shut up. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But she was right. She was right when we were watching it. Um, I put this on Twitter, basically, that I think – well, I'll I'll read it to you. Hold on. I got Twitter pulled up. Let's go see if I can do this. Uh, Netflix and Steam need a meh emote. You get a thumbs up or down, but most stuff is just okay. Most media nowadays is just okay. We we need that. Finished Rebel Moon and Netflix asked up or down, and I'm like, eh, neither. It's meh. It's fine. It's not great. It's not trash. Um, it It's okay. It's beautiful, and I told you that. I said the positives are the world that they set up is amazing. It really is. It, it's... It's high science fiction. I mean, it's the from the spaceships to the um, to the alien design. They're they're aliens that you know I would have never had the creativity to create. 
like some of them are amazing and they look lifelike like the the cgi and stuff in this is great uh it reminds me a lot of warhammer 40k um that dark like machine versus machine mixed with humans um it really does it 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 strikes a chord to me that like oh this is like warhammer um the story it's it's kind of reminiscent what it reminded me of is uh the seven samurai or uh what is the one with denzel washington where he goes to the town and tries to rally a bunch of guys and it's got uh ethan yeah yeah um uh what is that movie but anyway yes yeah that's kind of that's kind of the gist of the story um it's got it's it's got francis he's the bad guy from deadpool um it's really he's he is a shining example of making a villain that you hate yeah but because he was francis he will always and forever be francis and whatever he's in but he makes he makes it good. He makes it good. Um, he's a good actor. I forgot he was the bad guy in this show. I forgot. Yeah, it's it's not. I don't like the main character. I don't. I don't know if it's the actress or the way it was written. It's. I don't know. There's there's a couple of characters in it and a couple of fight scenes in this movie that you were like, this is so heavily choreographed and the people doing it are for sure not the badasses that they portray because you could just see it in their movement. Because you and I have watched a lot of martial art films. Oh, definitely. I mean, and you see how the ease of movement of those guys that have been practiced, and it's just like, yeah, okay. But that aside, I it, it's if you have Netflix, watch it. I'd oh, love to hear. Trying to watch it this weekend. Uh, yeah, I would love to hear feedback on what everybody else thinks about it. It's, yeah, I have a couple movies I have to watch this weekend. It's it's good, but it's also not good. Like there were points in it where I got up to go do other stuff because it didn't hold my attention. And I was telling you, I said it's there's times when this movie just seems to drag, and then it seems like five years go by in a split second. It's like the pacing is is odd with the movie because it's like oh this is okay nice slow setup and it's very predictable it's it's very predictable in some spots but um, really yeah I wouldn't have, would have expected that from from him well it's like I'm not gonna ruin it so the beginning of the movie the 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 mother well I forget what it's even called anyway the bad guys land on the planet they basically take over this village and you know that the army guy is going to be trying to grab one of the girls and do bad stuff with it because that's the impetus for every one of those kind of movies they got the pretty girl and they're going to do bad things to the pretty girl which makes our hero have to defend the pretty girl right that's 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 so basic um yeah it's i don't know it's okay i i want you to watch it and then we can talk about it because i think you're gonna like it a lot more than i did uh Probably because I had Satan sitting next to me, and hopefully she doesn't <laughs> hear this. Sad I, thing is, is you know she will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm probably gonna get bleach Yo, poured yeah. in yeah. my face. Uh, but no, it's it's okay. I I recommend watching it. I think, I think you could have said. You can see the 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 love that that he took with the show. Um, it's got a lot of Star Wars in it. Uh, it's got a lot of Star Wars in the DNA. Um, I hope so. 
It does. It does. It has a lot of that. Um, it's good. It's good. It's not great. It's very forgettable for me, anyway. Um, there's a couple of them that are pretty awesome, pretty fight, pretty cool fight scenes. There's a nice twist in it. Uh, Charlie Hunnaman is great. Love him. Yeah. But yeah, uh, when, when, when you finish it, I want to have a conversation offline with you about it because I, I, okay. I, I want to hear your, your take so we don't spoil it. Anyway. Okay. I did. I, I, I will tell you this. I know you started um, watching uh, Jujutsu Kaisen and I finished the second season the other day and it's amazing. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I've got like 16 animes I've started. Right. Uh, <laughs> I would I would say go Jujutsu Kaisen. There's not. I mean, there's 45 episodes in the first two seasons, so it's not a lot. Yeah, not not so, for most anime. No, gosh, no. I'm still trucking along with One Piece every so often because I'm just like, this is a lot. I oh didn't realize God. what I signed up for. Yeah, it's you said that, and what's funny is you said that so much about Naruto, and, and that was so yeah. many. So I many more episodes. Yeah, I don't have the time to devote to that, and I'm like, that's exactly so. what you kept telling me. I don't, uh, I don't want to get that invested in it. And and <laughs> what is still going on is, is over like 1,100 episodes. Yeah, and I'm at, I'm at episode 502. You know, it's like, oh, what am so I doing see, to myself? There's only 700 episodes of Naruto. <laughs> the good thing, well, the good thing about One Piece is. You don't really need to watch every episode because they put them in little movies and you can just watch the movies that are like an hour long and that t that fills the arc for like like there's a movie about where they find the little reindeer um and it's just the, it's like three or four episodes and you can just watch those and then pick the next movie so you don't actually have to watch every episode so they make it where you can actually just watch the movies and there's like I think seven movies to kind of get you where you need to be really mm -hmm. seven or eight there's probably more than that there's probably 15 but i'm i'm downplaying it so it don't seem so sad uh <laughs> 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 what was the other movie that i watched this week i was telling you about it uh oh oh the outsiders oh, right yeah. right the outsider i was so excited because i didn't know that was a thing with jared leto and i started talking i like jared leto right i think he's a pretty good actor uh, I don't think he's great. He's, but like the movies that I like, like Blade Runner 2049, I thought he was amazing in that. Um, he creeped me out. I think he did okay with um, the Marvel movie, uh, Morbius. The DC. Oh, yeah. Mar oh, that's right. He did Marvel and DC. What did he do in DC? He was, he played the Joker. Oh, that's right. He played yeah. the Joker in, um, I in didn't, both of those, both of those, I, uh, yes. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't like his Joker, but I don't think that's I mean, he, his fault. I, it's, I don't it's think a good that's Joker. his fault. Yeah, he did a good job as what they gave him, what they made him to be. You know, it's just more, it was more it's, of a. That's not the Joker we know. No, that was a hood rat Joker. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, with all the tats and everything, <laughs> that's not a Joker we know. They, they, you know, they were just. I understood what they were doing. You know, because they were just bringing it more into the main, main basically mainstream. I would say. That's a character so, that I would I would hate to play as an actor because you've already got the best Joker ever made. Who's your Who's your favorite Joker? You got Jack Nicholson, you got oh, Jared Leto, you got Mark Hamill who voices the Joker. You've got um, Heath Ledger, uh, and you got Walking Walking Heath Ledger is my favorite because of the fact. 
that if if you, in my opinion, if you really look at it, he took Jack Nicholson, the funny, you know, Jack Nicholson was a very funny Joker, and kind of he was still creepy and it's funny, but he took him and made him evil. Just the way he did it and the way he acted, I just could see Jack Nicholson all in that, but just to the tenth power. I mean, in my they, I agree, hundred percent. And then the he, tenth Heath power. Ledger. Yeah, Heath Ledger. That scene where he's sitting there talking to Batman in the jail. Mm-hmm. That was hands down badass. Now, I mean, and if I have seen people use that meme, I don't remember that. Oh, where he's sitting there talking about how they control stuff. Oh, you have to watch. Oh, no, I those oh, movies. I didn't. I didn't really like the Dark Knight series, and I know right, that my makes mom, me a heretic. No, my mom didn't like it either. She said it was too dark. That Batman I, was too dark. I just, Mom, Batman, I'm vengeance. I just couldn't get behind it. I know the story's good, and I've rewatched all three of those quite a few times because I forget everything about the first movie and the third movie. Was there but three? That, I thought there was only two. Or no, there's three. There's three. You've got the Dark Knight Rises. The Dark Knight, and then whatever the second one, the third one. Ooh, I forget yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. There's three. Because the first one is how he becomes Batman. I forget who the bad guy is. I think it's Ra- Ra- Rachel Ghoul because it's yes. Uh, yes, Liam right. Neeson. Right. He derails the train. Oh, so the you're right. One, there is three, though. That, then there's the Joker, and then there's uh, Bane. You're right. You're right. Right. And the third one is Bane, which yeah. is Tom Hardy, which blew me away. Yeah. And you would have never known that unless uh-huh. you had IMDb. Because yeah. I never, I was like, who is this actor? Because yeah. his voice gets on my nerves. And I look it up, I'm like, holy crap, it's Tom Hardy. He's so good. The same thing I said. First time uh, I heard it, I said, Tom Hardy? Are you serious? But I remember the Joker. I remember when they introduce him in that bank heist and they get the oh, job yeah. done and it they're just kills everybody. <laughs> yeah, and they're ordered to kill the next guy down the line until the last guy's left and he kills him. Yeah. Like holy yeah. crap, dude. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was the Joker giving those orders. <laughs> yeah. Was great. Dude, that was so uh, like yeah. and he played that character like he was genuinely terrifying. When he was dressed up as the nurse. Dad had me crying. Mm-hmm. And when he's out there and he's pushing the button, like, why isn't it going off? And then, boom! <laughs> I can squeeze. <laughs> he is. Yeah, he did a he, great job at that. I mean, he's the like you're. You've got to live up to that. Oh, now you really do. So, whoever's in the next Batman movie, because you know they kind of gave us the little tease of the Joker because of the smile. I th- I'm gonna be. I'm. I'm gonna, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, now I will say, uh, um, what's his name as the Joker in the standalone Joker movie was was uh, very good. Walking Phoenix. Oh yeah, Walking Phoenix. Yes, he did a he did a very good job of showing how he just over time lost it. Now there aren't they? I've heard this. I haven't looked it up, but aren't they making a second? I'm not sure. I think I think you told me you, you had heard something. Like I that. thought I did. Yeah, I'm looking it up real quick. But yes, yes they are. Yeah, yes they are. Um, 2024. I'm gonna See, tell you, I I've watched. I have watched every single Batman iteration since the 60s Batman, and if you if you want to go and watch the uh, Burt Ward and uh, Adam West 
1960s Batman movie. It is the funniest thing. I've made my son watch it. He goes, what am I watching? Batman at the opening is in a helicopter and a shark is attached to his leg and he reaches in his belt and gets out shark repellent. (laughs) (laughs) It's just like, this is so bad, but that's the Batman I grew up with. Oh, yeah. Um, Holy shnikes, Batman. Yeah. And you had the the Joker with the mustache. He didn't want to shave off his mustache, so they just painted over the mustache. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, it was so bad. But I've... That's that's the Batman my mom loves. It's fun. It's campy. It's fun. That's the one she loves, and that's why she didn't like The Dark Knight. She said it was just too dark for her. Well, then she grew up. Sure she enjoyed the movies. She, I mean, she went to the movie theater, watched all three of them. She enjoyed them, but didn't like them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I like the, the new Batman. I love the, the new, new Batman. Batman. It was amazing. I've seen it three times. I it made, just it, absolutely it, love it. It makes me want to be a fan of glimmering vampires, but I'm not going to go there. No, because that's <laughs> that's that's a slippery slope. That's, that's how you end up wearing wearing nail polish, and you're like, yes. my butt hurts, and you're like, yeah. I don't want to know. Don't want to so know. So the new the new Joker is called the Folet Adu, something in French. I was gonna say, what is that German? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, it, um, expected release date October fourth of twenty twenty four. It's in post production right now. Um, Oh, and it's Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. Yes. Oh, yes. is that Harley Quinn? I think that's Harley Quinn. No. Yeah. The, the so I look at a picture. Uh, Lady Gaga. It's Lady yeah. Gaga. Yeah. Yeah. Well, of course she's got to be in it. Yeah, she is Doctor Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Of course. Okay. That's weird. Okay, this is going to be a dark, dark movie. But it's got Brendan Gleeson in it, and I love him. I do too. I do He's too. Such a good. Oh, guy. and it's got uh, it's got uh, I like no Zazie Beats. She yeah. played uh, Domino in uh, Deadpool. Yes, she did. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> She's got a really pretty smile. I like yes. her. That um, fro she had in there, though. That was so funny. <laughs> what oh, did she like? What, what, what is your what, her thing? Luck or something yes. like that? Yeah. She goes, "Oh, I'm I'm just lucky." <laughs> it's not a superpower. Um, that's cool. Uh, so yeah, back to that Jared Leto. I, I, we get sidetracked. That's a yeah, that's horrible we tangent. Are. We are. It's called The Outsider. Um, it started really promising where he's he's in a Japanese prison. I don't know how he got there. The movie started out like him basically getting outfitted into the Yakuza. And it was it was good up to a point. And then it was just... He's going to the store to buy a bag of rice. Then he goes home and he starts. They show you how he cooks the rice. And then he's eating the rice. And that's how the movie is portrayed. It's just boring and goes nowhere. Like, I just couldn't, I, I just couldn't care at a certain point. I just got bored with it. It's like it was a movie about just some guy that joined the Yakuza. And it just kind of got... It, it it really dropped off a cliff, man. It's like they didn't know where they were going with it. Um, I I wouldn't recommend it, which sucks because I I really liked the actors that were in that movie. I like yeah. the premise of the movie. It's like we said before. It was a movie I know I've watched, but I don't can't remember anything about it. I'll tell you, there's a uh, HBO Max show. 
about the Yakuza and the Japanese press and police, and I forget what it's called. It's good. It's really good. And it's got Ken Watanabe in it as a detective. And it's it's probably my favorite iteration of that kind of story. Um, But just so y'all know, you will have to read. Yeah, yeah, because it's... It is subtitled. Not the whole thing, because it's got an no, American... Well, yeah, because you got an American guy in it, but, you, I mean, um, if you want to... Let's see. If you want to watch it, you had to watch it. That guy's... Ever since The Last Samurai, holy crap. Oh, that, I love... Yes. That love was it. a... Yeah. Tokyo Vice is what that's Tokyo called. Vice, that's and right. they, they've only done one, one season of it. And it's actually based on a real guy. Uh, Ansel on, Elgort yeah. plays Jake Adelston, Adelstein, and he he's a real guy back in the nineties. Um, yeah, the the reporter, right? Right, right. right. Uh, I I loved that when it first came out. I binge watched it. I really enjoyed that, so I highly recommend it. And it's only eight episodes, and I have it. I need to watch it. Mm-hmm. It's great. Uh, so yeah, that's all I've done. Um, I just been watch getting caught up on. Movies and stuff that I haven't seen. Um, that's my vacation. Uh, well, cooking well, dinners. The next time you go on vacation, I want to know if you can go from here. Mm, let's say maybe you go to Mexico. Do you think you can get there without a passport? Or a no, no. Well, I don't know how you would do that. Well, there's a gentleman, um, Sergey. Ochigava arrived at Los Angeles International Airport in November on flight 931 from Copenhagen with no f- ticket and no passport. How do you even get on the plane? I don't know. I don't I, know. I mean, maybe maybe he's just very handsome and he blew the shirt. Maybe his Russian accent is, is very good. You want to go? You want to see my little pee I will yeah. show you in the back of the plane, yeah? Yes, if what <laughs> He said, Paruski. Yeah, he, he got all the way um, from Denmark to Los Angeles. And I, I would think Denmark to Los Angeles is not a nonstop flight, but I'm sure they have them because that's a long flight. Like um, that story of the guy that lived in the airport, I think in Paris. Because he was from a country that basically ceased to exist, yeah, and yeah, he was yeah. just he was just trapped in this airport in no man's land, and I just like he lived there for like fourteen years. Like yeah, how was, in the uh, hell does uh, that happen? What his name did that movie? Um, Tom Hanks. Oh, I didn't know that that there, there was. was a, a, yes, there's a movie about that. Yeah, I, um, uh, Tom Hanks did it. I do believe. Huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was actually a pretty good movie. But yeah, I, um, uh, he was charged with. Stowaway on an aircraft, and it's a federal crime, and I don't know why. A federal public defender representing him, he's remained in custody. Um, so what was he arrested for? Stowaway on an aircraft. Yeah, but I mean, like... How's that federal? I don't yeah, understand. I mean, I, I guess it's federal because he's a... From another country, maybe? Um, well, they opened the border and let everyone across. Just take him down south and go, okay, now you have to walk across here where we can't see you. You know what I mean? Like, you've opened our borders and allowed everybody in. Why are you arresting this guy? Is it just because how, he's how, Russian? 
and how dare he? He ate two meals during each meal service and at one point attempted to eat the chocolate that belonged to the crew members. <laughs> how dare you? Wow. Yeah, see, that, I, we, we talked about this. He had a this. Russian identification card and an Israeli identification card. Hmm. Do they know what his like what he was up to? No. It said it said he gave false and misleading information about his travel to the United States and including basically well, yeah. telling the CBP that he left his US passport on the airplane. He has and supposedly he has a doctorate in economics and marketing in it from Russia. He doesn't even know how he got on the plane. <laughs> oh, he probably was drugged up. I mean, and that dr- sounds like somebody yeah, just having a hell of a weekend or drunk or something, and just like. And Brittany Grinder didn't know she was taking marijuana. <laughs> I'm just saying. I guess. I guess. I guess Russia was mad because we gave them one of our superstars, and they're trying to give us one of their superstars. I guess, man. Did you see? <laughs> did you see that they said that she came out of there with a beard because she's a man? <laughs> they were saying that with the, they're have like you, she's coming back. Have she's you got a full seen beard. the pictures of her uh, on the beach? I uh, no, I don't purposely yeah. look. No, hey, all I know is what somebody posted on Twitter, and I don't or X. I don't know, but the tattoos match the tattoos of the one in the NBA, and uh, she got a better chest than I do. Oh, that chest, that chest her pecs. <laughs> Her pecs, she's been hitting the bench, I promise you. Her pecs don't look like uh, um, any woman's pecs I've ever seen. I'm just saying. She looks like pecs oh. and not breasts, if you understand the, the term. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Did you see the, the weightlifting gentleman that got pec implants and he just basically has tits now? And he was flexing for the camera like he looked good. And I'm like, dude, you got boobs. You got boobs. And he's like, I look swole. No, you, you look like you got boobs. I, I wouldn't have said it to his face because he looked like he could kill somebody. But. Yeah. As many episodes that I have seen or watched parts of Grey's Anatomy, that is the only episode that I remember is a guy gets peck implants, a skinny guy, because his girlfriend started going to the gym. So he wanted peck implants. I'm like, what is all of God's creation, do you want peck implants for? I don't know. It could take your butt to the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but some people, you I know. I can understand a woman if she wants bigger boobs or she's had a, you know, she's had a, um, a mastectomy and she wants to get fake boobs. I understand all that, but peck implants? Come on, man. I Dude, we live in an instant society. People don't want to put in the blood, sweat, and tears to accomplish anything. It's like they expect to make one YouTube video and be freaking PewDiePie. It's like, no, this stuff takes work. Like, we have to show up every week and and do this. Like, you have to earn it. You you know, yes, there's some people in life that get it, that are just gifted, you know. You don't get it when you're at the gym standing around talking, holding up the machines. (laughs) And I told you Genius. how to get around it. I yeah. said, just go yeah. take your clothes yes. off. People yes. don't want to mess with a naked guy. Yeah, I, I am a problem solver. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I know a guy that solved the problem. Uh-huh. This gentleman. What do you think when you go to the doctor? You think 
they got a doctorate, right? They did their what six years of medical oh. medical school. Um, yeah. then you got probably I don't know, is it two to four years? I guess depending on how smart you are, you have to do your internship. Right. You know, yeah, you got to write your, you got to write your doc. You got to do your doctorate. Um, unless you're Zachary Bailey, who's a 19 year old who pled guilty to pose posing as a physician's assistant in Corpus Christi, Texas. 19. He can't, his, his beard ain't even growing in. Will you look at this picture? This is not a, you know. Who, who would believe it though? That's that. And why was he getting a paycheck or was he starting his own practice? I don't, I don't know, but he, he skated by the front desk in Corpus Christi. And he's probably watched that movie. Catch me if you can. He's like, Oh shit, I can do that. Because that's what that movie was. The guy faked being an airline pilot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was that was a great movie. But that's the same principle. Yes. Um, he Somebody helped him make a badge. And he just went on being a physician's assistant. And they arrested him in Atoka, right? Atoka, uh, Atoka or Apache. I can't. I think it was Apache. Wow. I just don't. He also defrauded an Oklahoma City dealership out of thousands of dollars. He actually made paperwork up and got a Tesla. Um, let's see. Yeah, he he, he and he. Let's see. It's amazing. But he bought a he he bought a twenty twenty three Acura MDX. He got it paid off. Uh. He traded it in and got a check that he sold the car after he legally bought it and got $46,000. I <laughs> wish I had that kind of a... Gumption. As a 19-year-old as a kid, that's... Just, well, no, the, the suave nature of those con artists to just, like, they just talk to you and they're so likable that you're like, oh, this guy would never lie to me, you know? Like, that... Whatever that is that those guys have, I don't have it because I'm a jackass. So I could never do it because nine times out of ten, when I'm done talking to somebody, they're like, I hate that guy. And I'm like, I didn't do anything. You made fun of my mom. Well, your mom's fat and she's got cankles. I'm sorry. Oh, I yeah. had to say so. Right? But these guys are so likable and so just suave. Yeah. Like, they, they can convince like people. Practice He's that 19. shit in front of a mirror. Yeah. How long has he been doing this? I mean... Could you imagine what his parents' bank accounts look like? Because he was just stealing money from his mom and dad left and right. Yeah, he he just and just fake it till you make it. Well, I mean, he was he was booked in Caddo County. I do believe that's Apache town of Apache. Oh well, speaking speaking of, uh, I, I I don't know. I just because I just heard about this. Did you see that they released some of the names on the Epstein list? It's some of the list that I saw. I uh, well, this if you, if you name it, they're on it. Vera Wang, really? she's on it. Naomi Campbell, Robert Kennedy Jr., uh, Thorbjorn Jagland, former Norwegian Prime Minister, Sergey Brin, Google co-founder, uh, the First Lady of the U.S. Virgin Islands, uh. Former Israeli Prime Minister Bill Gates, shocking, he's a pervert. Leon Botstein, President of Bard College, which I don't know what that is. William Burns, CIA Director. Noam Chomsky, 
Um, Ar- Arion Rothschild. Oprah. Uh, Lawrence Summers. Peter Thiel, which I've heard a bunch of bad stuff about him. I don't know anything about him. I don't. I don't even know who he is. Yeah, he's a. I think he's a writer. What does it say? Uh, New York Times reports that according to the Epstein schedule records, Epstein had several meetings with the PayPal co-founder. So that's what he is. Um, that Epstein also scheduled meetings between Thiel himself and the Russian ambassador to the United Nations. Um, J.P. Morgan Chase, Prince Andrew. And that's just this one list that I looked up. Uh, I'm looking at a list here that somebody's scrolling through. I see Al Gore, Bill Gates, Bob Saget, Bruce Willis, Charlie Theron, Demi Moore, Gwen Stefani, Heidi Klum, Hillary Clinton, Jay-Z, Beyonce, Madonna. And it's like, well, okay, if I, if, I run a hotel. Like it, it's like, why? Why were they? they were they all there to participate and in whatever this child is born? Is. Or yeah. was it just like, hey, come down to the island for a weekend? And they had no idea what was going on behind. Right. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, that's what I like, wonder. I mean, not everybody. Now, I've seen some of these people, and I they're they're. Have you seen the Mel Gibson interview that has resurfaced from the 90s where he talks about the Satanists that basically run Hollywood? Yes. Dude, that is so creepy. Uh, Oh, gosh. So I'm wondering, maybe they are all involved in it. I mean, because we had that report from, who was it? uh, What is his name? Where he's like, the frogs are gay. Alex Jones. Alex Jones, yes. He was talking. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone knows. Um. But he was talking about andochrome or whatever it is that they pull out of children. They have to get them afraid, and it helps the Hollywood elites stay young. I wouldn't doubt any of it, dude. These people are – they're warped. I, th- I think a lot of those people are, have more money than sense, and they, they, they're warped. But I don't know. Like, you know, it's, it's all well, just talk. I mean, yeah, it's all talk, so we don't know. Like you said, it's a huge place. We don't know who was partaking in – and what you know? It's and and will we ever know? I no, I don't think so because I think if they truly let it out, I think I think Hollywood would collapse and probably our government would would be. Oh my know. god! If it's if it's know, as bad as it, what we've heard, yeah. Oh, like 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 we reported a a few episodes ago about the the um the ring that was busted for the. Uh, prostitution ring there up north that had all those people in it oh yeah yeah that was a pretty bad one too but you know on a on a lighter a better note you know when we were talking the other day last night when you watched um the new the new movie that you rebel 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 moon you 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 said something about movies and what makes a good action or just makes a good movie a and good movie it's and i mean it's not gonna be true with every movie because you can't have this with comedy um but yeah but you gotta think that's not true because every the great comedies all have a bad guy think about dumb and dumber the guy was trying to like they were trying to extort it that's a bad guy right like 
I, I made You're a right. point. You're right. I made a point that most of the good movies that we like. Oh, definitely. The you have to have a really, a really good villain. A really right. good villain can make your movie. I think they, so. Because if you think about most of the movies that we see now, they're trying to make the villains likable like uh black panther 2 or yeah black panther 2 yeah they had a they had a connection right and it's like yeah up until that point in that movie once he tried to make them like buddy buddies it's like you're just a big old wimp well i mean okay let's just take the terminator for instance the first terminator he wasn't likable at all. He was a machine bent on killing John Connor. Yes, that was it. No. There's that, no, that's why that movie was just like that was it. And he's dun 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 that he's coming after you, right? That villain is he is the impetus for the whole journey. Like they're running for their lives from this guy trying to stop him, right? Um uh, freaking Darth Vader. Definitely. Like, as soon as Darth Vader comes on the screen, you're like, oh, this dude, he's bad. He's bad oh, for yeah. business. There oh, was yeah. nothing. Just the way they made everybody cower when Darth Vader was around. Yeah. How they acted and, and, and answered things and did things, you knew that was the baddest man on the, plan- on the planet. Yeah, like, if you took Vader out of that first Star Wars and just made Grand Moff Tarkin, he's still enough of a presence on screen to make you kind of afraid with the Death Star and stuff. Mm -hmm. But Vader is what ultimately carries that franchise. It's not Luke. It's not really Luke. Everyone looks at Luke. It's like, but without Vader, there is no Luke. True. Very true. Yeah, because because he's what drove Luke. He really is. Yeah. And then, especially like once you get to Empire Strikes Back. He was the whole reason, like when he was on Dagobah, when he goes, he gets that little hint of the dark side. Right. It's all Vader. Right. Right. I mean, look at, uh, you take, you take Agent Smith out of the Matrix. Oh, definitely. And the guys, the guys that play these villains. Love you. Yeah. I mean, Palpatine, Thanos. Bane, Sauron, like these guys make the movie because you got to have something to overcome. And and I think a lot of this is missing in modern cinema because they're trying to make a villain sympathetic. It's no. like they made they made Vader sympathetic in Return of the Jedi to a certain point because like he's watching his son being turned into something and he with his son. So in that moment, you see Vader make a choice. But he, that was right him. at the end. Right at the they end. Did. They didn't give you that. They didn't give you that till the end because when he met him, when Luke went to meet him, he was like, "You can't turn me," because mm-hmm. he said, I, "I feel the good in you." He was like, "I haven't got any good in me. I threw that shit out a long time ago." It's in my other <laughs> pants. Yes, yeah, threw that out a long time ago. I, I, I agree. I, I think the reason we we learn to love the bad guys is because you hate them so much. You're just like, I can't wait to see the next movie in the series of something that has such a good bad guy. Take all you got to do is take John wick. The first one, Oh, definitely. you hated that guy for what he did to him. And you are hell bent to see him get what's coming to him. Right. Like that's what carries that movie. It's not that John Wick is this terrifying presence, which he is, 
It's the fact that you're like, he's going to stop at nothing to get to the guy that killed his dog and stole his car. Like, that, that is what carries that entire franchise is the bad guy. Right. Yeah, John Wick carries it with the action, but, but right. it's really his motivation to kill the bad guy that really makes that movie what it is. Right. And, it, and you know, they didn't introduce the, the rest of the bad guys, the, what was that, the... Not the firm, but the—I don't remember the organization yet. that he that ran it. You know, right? You right. Need to see that till the second movie when he I mean, when he goes in there and that one guy's like, "You can't touch me. I'm on continental grounds," and he just blows his brains <laughs> out. I was just like, "Oh, you wanted him to. You yes. wanted him to because you knew that prick wasn't ever going to leave." No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Jonathan, what have you? He got? was like, you know, they have enough food here that you might not eat the same thing twice ever. <laughs> and he just <laughs> he, caps him. Oh yeah, because he was eating that. Uh, I think it was uh, some sort of pork or bacon or something like that. And, yeah, it looked really good, but it was the last thing he ever ate. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like um, Voldemort, right? And, uh, Voldemort and Harry Potter. You didn't, they just, they built him up through the, you know, since I'm listening to the books, it's even different. And you read them and I'm cheating and it's having somebody same. else reading nah, it to me. But the, the way that she describes, like in the third book, you said was your favorite one. Right. The Prisoner of Azkaban. When, when she's, just the way that they're describing Voldemort through, um, the rat's eyes, how he turned him. You're just like, that's just a bad man. Right. That, that wants to kill his parents for no reason at all, but to kill him because they oppose him. And the thing just is, like, he's just a bad, bad man. When, they can when get one of their best friends to turn on. Well, and the thing is, is they, they do a pretty good job in those books of making him somewhat sympathetic. Like there's a point in time where Tom, you feel like, like oh, there's yeah. a in connection book, there. You you thought there was a, a connection between Tom Riddle and Harry Potter. Right, right. And you, you feel this like growing kind of, and then you go, oh, nope, he's evil. Okay. Oh, he's evil. Oh, yeah, though. Yes, yes. You don't, like, that's that's what carries a lot. And most people, they, they focus on the, the hero. But like I said, like, okay, let's take a Christmas well, even back in, Well, let's even back in, even back in the day, I'll go so far as to say, the Queen and Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Yes. Yeah. You got yeah. your that movie. Was in the 1937s. Yeah. But your movie is only as good as your villain. It right. really is. And if you can't make a good, strong, compelling Lord of the Rings. Yes. But yes, let's yes. let's take let's take your favorite Christmas movie, Hans Gruber. Oh, Die yes. Hard. Yes. Without Alan Rickman. Oh, such a good guy. That so movie is it, it would have been forgotten. That oh, movie no. would have been forgotten, but because of how Alan Rickman played that villain, like if you were, if you put Tom Brady in that role, that 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 movie is forgotten. Nobody remembers oh, Die Hard. No, God, no. You put a bad actor in there, or a guy that kisses his son on the lips, like Tom Brady. And <laughs> a fun fact: Do you know why they invented face masks? It's so Tom Brady would stop kissing people on the lips. Um, <laughs> sorry, I saw that a while back. But like that, like Hans Gruber. Like Alan Rickman played that he guy played that so well, and, and what, it, he was he was 
villainous and terrifying, like oh, yes. like the Joker we were talking about. Just over a mic, just over a seat, over the walkie-talkie radio. Yes. Yeah. He's menacing, and just you just feel his presence, right? And your villain really carries your movie. I mean, think about Marvel. Without Thanos, look at where Marvel is now. Nobody cares about it. Right. Yeah, granted, they, they're not writing their heroes very well either, but you don't have a villain. The reason everybody went to see Marvel movies was because they all tied in and there was the threat of the big guy coming. Because I forget which one it was where it showed him, and I remember nerds were like, oh my God, it's Thanos. I had no idea who the guy was because I never. I don't read know comics. if it was uh, um, an Avengers movie or if it was in the Thor. That yeah, was in was, one of those. You it, remember? It was one of them. Yeah, it was one of their cutscenes at the end where you got to see Thanos sitting on yes. the throne. Yeah, out in um, space. It just like was his shadow or something, and everybody freaked out. But without that, I mean, yes, I mean, Wizard of Oz, the, the Wicked Witch, right, and her flying monkeys. Like your movie is only as good as your villain, and if you make your villain weak and and not worth fighting, it, it's like. What are you? What are you making? Like you got to have something your hero has to overcome. But I, I, I was really focused on Star Wars. Um, Definitely. Definitely, that's one of the redeeming qualities about Rebel Moon is the bad guy is really good. It's a well, really good bad guy. Um, Deadpool. Deadpool wouldn't have been as good without. Like the second one's like, eh, it's okay. Yeah, the it's, second one is eh, but but that first one when he's going up against Francis, like, uh, and the guy can't Francis. feel pain. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm gonna spell it for you. <laughs> yeah. I mean <laughs> he's on the bridge. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's stuck to the bridge. Oh there's that bucket of assholes. <laughs> I was thinking it, but I didn't want to say it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he called him, he called him a bag of dick tips. It was yes. so good. It was so good. The second one was okay, um, but it was not the. First it's one. it's very forgettable. That second one's very forgettable. I mean, it's got yeah, moments. It's got and its, it's moments in it, you know, like in the train. Was that a train when he was fighting? Oh boy, and he was dodging the bullets. And oh no, dodging. it was. It was a it, bus. Or the the. Yeah, it was the prisoner transport. The prisoner transport, and then all of a sudden, oops. Yeah, he's full of holes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I forgot about was, that. He thought he was blocking them all with his sword. And Kevin, Kevin, yes. he brings Kevin on board. <laughs> yeah, th 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 there's moments in that yeah, movie. Has moments. But like, I was really, I was focused on Star Wars. I was like, okay, so let's take, let's take uh, Vader out of Star Wars. And let's just, okay, you got Grand Moff Tarkin and the Emperor. Okay, you've got this shadowy organization. Well, the Emperor's kind of enough. And if you build him up enough. He yeah, could be the big bad guy, right? There is still right. a and big he, bad guy. Vader just represents the power structure there. He's he's right. the he's, physical he's, representation mm -hmm. of the evil that he's is. He's his present. right hand man. He's the enforcer. But what's funny is when you watch that, you see people basically throwing shade at Vader in the council meeting with the with the other oh, uh, yeah. like admirals. Nobody. You need to put your dog on a leash. And I'm like, oh man, because with those few sentences, you could literally gut Darth Vader. But then he reaches out and force chokes the guy, you know, and <laughs> yes, it's, <he> did. <laughs> <clears throat> 
But you don't you don't make these characters, and, and I'm noticing this in a lot of modern media. That, like I said, that 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 the villains are they're cut down before. Like you've got to make them feared, scary, evil. That that's the that's the genesis of storytelling: good versus evil, I, right? I you can and you can morph all of that and kind of mix it all in and stuff, but. I mean, look at some of my favorite video games, like uh, The Ghost of Tsushima. I know it's not rewriting history or anything, and it's it's pretty generic, but it takes place in Japan during the Mongol invasion. And you're, you're hell-bent in that game to kill the Khan, right? That is your goal, mm-hmm. is to kill mm-hmm. the Mongols and get, like, that... They're bad, because, like, the opening scene of that game... And if you've, you, most of the people listening probably don't play it. So the opening scene of the game, the Mongols land on the beach, and the samurai are arrayed against them, and they come up, and they're gonna they're gonna do honorable combat. So one of the samurai comes down and says, "I challenge you," and the Khan is standing there. He's drinking wine, and he's like, "Huh?" And he doesn't say anything, and he throws his cup of wine on the guy, and the guy's like, "What?" You would dishonor me? And in the next minute, the Khan turns around, takes a torch, and throws it at him and lights the guy on fire. He goes, is this the best you got? Like, that's the opening scene to Ghost of Tsushima. You know, right then, you're in for a hell of a fight. Yes. And it only gets darker. It's one of my favorite video games of all time. I still like, don't I, have any PlayStation to play it on. Damn uh, it. Hopefully, they'll release it on PC. Cause, and, dude, I... I love every moment I spent in that game. Like I, I replay it at least once a year. And but it's the bad guy that carries it. If you get rid of that and it's just a guy running around doing exploration, I don't think I think I would have still loved it for the time it was set, but I don't think I would have had such an emotional impact. Because he that con does far, far worse stuff throughout that game. That that's just the opening salvo. And then there's another scene where he's trying to get the city to open the gates and they're not wanting to open the gates. So he's got a woman, a man and another guy tied to a stake and he lights one guy on fire and the screams fill the air and they eventually open the gates because they're like, stop this. Even though they know he's going to come in and kill everybody, but they just couldn't stand to hear the screams of the dying on the torches. That's a bad guy. That is a horrible bad guy. guy. You want him. You're like, I want to get a hold of him, right? Well, yeah, that's like like we talked about before. It's kind of like Cersei Lannister in in the Game of Thrones. You just wanted to see somebody cut her throat. Well, her son. Her Her son was bad, too, but he was a... I hated that prick. Right, but he was a creation of his mom. Right. She made him like that you have you're the king you have to do this you're you're gonna be king you have to do this he was unlikable though there was no redeeming him he was a reprobate and he only got worse so when he finally died when he got poisoned oh yeah everybody everyone was standing up yeah Yeah. like that guy carried it. And then you're thinking, well, if they don't come up with somebody else, and then Cersei steps in, and she yeah. just takes control, and you're just yeah, like... Yeah, because once they killed her son, she got even worse. Yeah, she got even worse. So the villain carried the story. Definitely. I, I mean, everybody just wanted to see how she was going to die. I mean, they, they made Thanos kind of relatable. Like, 
I found myself going, I wish he would have snapped. <laughs> when, I, when I'm sitting in traffic, I'm like, I just snap, man. Just snap. Oh, I mean, I, 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 I say, I say it all the time. And, and then my so, mom will be like, well, what if you're, what if you're one of the 50%? Well, then I guess I'm a problem to somebody. <laughs> then I'm Okay. But guess what? What if it's not me and the and my and traffic clears up and I get to drive on? Well, oh hell my, yeah. My girl goes, Well, what if it was me? I was like, that would suck for about 15 minutes and then I'd get over it. <laughs> She's like, You're so hateful. <laughs> so out of all of the stuff that we've watched throughout the years, my question to you is who is your favorite villain? God, that's so oh that's it's a hard one to pick a favorite, but I'm probably gonna have to say Darth Vader, since I'm such I like Star Wars so much. I think, I think I'm I, yeah, he, he's that, Darth Vader just because just because he was so feared, and it was well earned too. I remember that comic I sent you where the guy read the comic out loud, and oh it God, shows why people a, were afraid oh, of Vader. That was so, if people haven't watched that, they need yeah. to Google that. That Darth Vader um comic book reading. Comic book reading up, yes. And oh he, he lands on this planet and oh there's these gosh. monsters and these guys, these people are scared, and he's like he's like, I got this, and he just goes through uh, he wrecks everything. The guy is I, just I, a monster. I believe it even shows how he gets his he had to to get his red crystal, right? In that yeah, I think so. It, yeah, I believe so to get his to get his lightsaber. It's amazing. Yeah. He was a mean, mean man. Oh my god! And he—he—it's funny because he represents anger, right? Like yes. all the all the Sith represent a negative aspect of humanity: anger, greed, lust for power. Like it's like that's what makes them ultimately kind of relatable. Because like you know, what in the prequels when you're like his wife, like you can you can kind of be like, yeah. But to go as far as he did to just snap and kill a bunch of kids, you're just like, wow. Like, you know, I don't think I've – It's he's one of the best. I, I think it could have been written better. I think in some of the expanded universe, he's been flushed out better than in the movies. But he's one of the top bad guys. I, I, think, I think Voldemort's good. Um, yeah, Voldemort was really good. Now, you might have to ask me this again when I finish the books, but Voldemort's really good. I mean, Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. Oh, even Norman Bates. Yep. Yep. That one's good. Um, now, if you haven't, have you seen the series? No, I haven't. I don't like the, I don't like the horror genre. I've been told no, it's really good. That, that TV series. Is that with Mads Mikkelsen? No, the TV. Um, that's what the kid that's on the uh, the TV show that plays the doctor now. Um, the kid that has the uh, Down syndrome that plays the doctor. Is it Bates Motel? Know. Yeah, it's Bates Motels. It's um, you can watch it on Amazon. No Prime Video. You got to rent it. But it's got the kid Freddie Highmore. Um, he's in the he's in a doctor TV show called. He also was in. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. I love that porn. Wait, what? <laughs> he's in, the TV show he's in now is called The Good Doctor. Um, he's a, a young surgeon with autism and Savant Syndrome. And he does that. Um, that show is amazing. But 
how he played Norman Bates as a kid. Uh, I have seen that. I have seen a uh, bit. I know who you're talking about. Yep, yes. Yep, yep. Bates Motel. That's a, that is, that is definitely worth a watch. Bates I Motel mean, definitely worth a watch. I was talking about Hannibal Lecter. That's what, oh, I think. Mads Mickelson plays Hannibal Lecter in the TV show, doesn't he? Yes, yes, he did. Yes, that yeah. TV show was really good too. Um, and it was kind of well. It's it funny kinda, because ooh. well, because what's funny about when you talk about a villain, you immediately think Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees. Like those guys are the movie. Without those right. guys, there's no movie, right? The horror genre has to have a really compelling bad guy. Right, right. Right. But it's in other media that it's like The Last Samurai. The, the there is no one villain, but the government is the villain and it, it, it is. it's represented by the by the American guy and the and the guns, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of these, a lot of these, it really does boil down to a compelling villain. I mean, that first Matrix, Agent Smith, he's oh, the yeah. unstoppable, Im- immutable force. Mm-hmm. And you're like, how are they going to defeat him? Like, if you make your villain like, I'm allergic to chocolate and peanuts. It's <laughs> like, well, I know how I'm going to kill him, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going <laughs> to rub that stuff in his face when he's asleep. Definitely. Like, you you have to have a villain that's compelling i i was I, hannibal lecter's really good one i mean i thought thanos was a really good bad guy definitely definitely and when you see that in that first avengers movie and he's like they're it's taking everything they can to stop this mad giant like that's pretty impressive man that's a pretty good bad guy i mean you think about how much money those movies made based off of thanos granted the characters were were, were better back then but it it really did have there was a through line through it you wanted to see every one of them because you had that big bad guy waiting for you at the end the payoff fighting the the, the last battle right as it were right um i i don't i would personally probably say um probably say vader vader and the emperor are probably two of the my favorite villains um, just because, like Palpatine, if you really read under, you know, get rid of the spectacle and and really just watch the prequels from a analytical side. The guy starts off as a senator from Naboo, and he basically panhandles his way into gaining the ultimate power in the universe by playing both armies. Oh, he yeah, is in control of both armies. And nobody, nobody noticed. Nobody like that's, noticed, yeah. That's amazing. He's like, it's, it's like they always say, create the threat and then have the solution ready. That's what he did. And oh, I yeah. thought that was so masterfully done. And he's subverting Jedi. Like he got Dooku. He got uh, all these other guys. He created a clone army. It's just amazing. Like the manipulation at that level that's to where no one, no one suspected him. Yeah, and by the time the they, by the time they finally figure it out, it's too late. Oh yeah. That's the word though. Manipulation. He manipulated everybody. Not just, you know, not just the good, but the bad. There are he many had, ways that yes. people would see as unnatural. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, he manipulated everybody to to be able to sit there and look at Yoda 
That's why the new Star Wars sucks. There's no through villain. Like I said, if you could have taken and made Kylo not associated with the Skywalkers, but this new... And not Kylo. And make him unhinged as shit. Just make him just a nightmare. Like, he's killing his own people. Everyone is afraid of this psycho, right? Yeah, they could have done anything. And you make his Knights of Ren just violent and, and That would have been nice. Yeah, for them and to just you're be afraid. like... You're afraid. Yeah, kind of like kind of like back in the day when 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 Boba Fett would show up or Vader would show up, everybody would be scared if if they heard the Knights of Ren were coming. Yeah, and you had the planet. <laughs> not just closing their doors; they were leaving the planet. What I said, you could have done so much with that just that character. Um, you should have had a plan for it. But like, if you put that, if you put him as the big bad guy and he's serving somebody else, hell, you could make it a clone of Palpatine. It doesn't matter. But you just make him so unhinged and terrifying. Or even be because a clone of Vader. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Why like not? you could have, you could have done, but make a a compelling villain because that was the problem with those. It's just. Oh, there's a billion star destroyers rising up out of the ground, and we're going to ride horses on it. Just it it felt unfulfilling because there was no villain all the way through it, and it's just it, I think that's the biggest problem. It's like not not having somebody to fight against. Yeah, Everyone's like afraid to to offend somebody, so we don't want to make the villain this or that. It's like no, you want your villain to be just embodiment of evil. Right. Yeah, you want him feared. You want you want that villain to be hated so much that he's hated that, like I said before, but he's feared. He, yeah, he's feared. He's hated, and you want to see what he's gonna do in the next movie. What else? What else can this bad man do? He just blew up twenty five planets. What else is he gonna do? Yes, That's what you want in the next movie? What else is he capable of doing? I mean, just you like when you saw Star Wars the first time, you're like. When that when that when the Millennium Falcon hit Vader off and he didn't blow up, you're like, oh shit. Yes. You knew. You knew he was gonna be mad. Oh yeah. Because you could hear it in his voice. He was screaming when he got knocked off. Oh yeah. But, yeah. You knew he was like, oh, these mofos, guess what <laughs> till they see me again. Oh, you know what? I'm I'm force choking everybody. <laughs> I got two hands. I'm holding two people up by the neck. I'm going to tell you, probably Jeffrey Baratheon is my favorite villain because I hated the actor. I hated the way he looked. I couldn't wait for him to get killed. And I haven't had that emotion with just about anybody on the list because Darth Vader was kind of a guy that you were like, okay, he's a badass. I, I like him. Like, there's a part of you that, like, I didn't like anything about Jeffrey. Joffrey? Joffrey. Yeah, Joffrey. Okay. Yeah. I. Hate him. I wanted to see that smug little prick get hit in the face with a bat. Like I wanted to see in the media that that kid I, was dragged behind a car. You know, especially like, after he shot the hookers with the arrows. Yes, there was no <laughs> like, redeeming quality. Your, your I, uncle is trying to get you laid, and you're gonna shoot him with bows and arrows. Yes. Yeah, dude, <laughs> that guy was just like the worst of humanity that has ever been created. Like I, there was nothing redeeming about that kid. Yeah, I can understand if he sent him a couple of uh, either like he wasn't into men and he sent him male ho hookers or if he sent him big woman hookers if he'd killed them. But he sent him decent hookers and he still killed them. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I did. They're just working women. I, I mean, what, what he did to Sansa, like 
The oh. guy was just a nightmare he of a was, person. Oh I was God. so happy when he got poisoned. Like, that's the first time I was like, yes! Yes, kill him! I'll rewind it. Watch it again. Like, I don't think I have ever had now that I, kind I, of a feeling with a villain. I, I, I did. I cheered. I cheered when he died. But I also cheered when um, the queen, not the queen, but the... Uh, the the blonde girl that married the um Darnaris Darnaris Daenerys Tar oh, Targaryen, Targaryen yeah when her brother was killed I oh, definitely yeah. cheered for him now in my opinion that is one of the best deaths to ever be portrayed on cin in cinema ever yeah I think so that, I think the that... crown here's your crown with melted yeah. gold and it melted and killed it that's amazing that's that is freaking oh, amazing. Wow. I, I, in a thousand ways to die, to kill somebody, that's number one to me. That's number <laughs> yes. one. I mean, if you just... got that kind of money to melt gold and pour on somebody's head, oh yeah, that's number one. Well, I'll tell you, if you really want to want to study that stuff, just look up the Mongols, and you'll well, find no, all yeah, new I, ways I, to kill people. I watched that 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 that, oh. that TV show, and they were ruthless. I forgot. I forgot. I Mac recommends Mac recommends Renfield. I, I recommend to everyone. That was the other that's movie. the number one movie I got to watch this weekend. It is great. Nicolas Cage, it's the only movie and, I've and ever seen. Remember, and if y'all remember, he doesn't like Nick Cage. At all. I always like he's yeah. <laughs> he was made to play Dracula. He's so good in this movie. You're just like, oh, that overacting adds to the creepiness of this character. Oh, my God. And he does it so well. I'm like, maybe I was wrong about Nick Cage. No, I'm not wrong. He's just really good for this role. I really, really enjoyed this movie. Don't it's take it Amazon. It's on Amazon Prime if y'all want to watch it. I, I, I'm going to probably re-watch it with my girl. I watched it alone. Oh, did you really? Uh, yeah, I did. I was just at home alone this week, and I was like, I'm going to watch this. Now I'm going to watch it with her probably tomorrow because I've been talking about it. She goes, stop talking about it. Let's watch it. So that's I, before I forgot. I wanted to. I wanted to recommend that. But I want to recommend Reacher. If y'all haven't watched Reacher, oh yeah, that's good too. Yep. Uh, the fourth episode should come out tonight sometime. Yep, it's out now. Okay. Yeah, so, but like when you think of the like, think of anybody on uh, that we've mentioned. I don't think I have any kind of a emotional response like I did for Joffrey. From the moment he killed that blacksmith's son, he had that blacksmith's sons killed because they they had the sword fight by the river and he got he got beat. Right. Yes. 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 Like you 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 just yeah, hated you're him. Right. Like and he and he had Sansa's wolf killed. Yeah. Yeah. Like the guy was just a pos man. Yeah. He and was. he was in power. He was in power, and you were just like, I how is this guy still alive? Like, and he made it a long way. Yeah, I mean is. that the Lannisters he, were just evil dude yeah just that whole group that whole family was just hmm. yeah that, that's probably my favorite villain in i mean you know and you watched uh the sopranos so there's probably some good villains in there too yeah there's it's not really i mean they're all villains though i mean it's mom right right so, you know it's it's prostitute and they didn't really sell drugs um because they didn't want the DEA on them. And I mean, um, 
You could honestly say the Joker is one of the best villains. I was just supposed to say the Joker is one of the best villains of all times, too. I was going to say that, too. I mean, and it doesn't matter who's playing it. He's. Oh, dude, I completely forgot. I completely forgot of the movie um, Inglorious Bastards. Oh, yeah. The the German guy with the glass of milk. Oh, dude. He was. Huh? Yeah. His name is Hans Landa. Oh, dude, that yeah. dude is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's he's evil. He's terrifying, and he's likable. Christoph Waltz played him. Yeah, that was my first uh, first interaction with that that actor, and I was hooked. Did, did that come out before um uh the Django? Django? Yes. yes. Okay. Okay. But he did it. He did. I. I mean, he. I thought he did good in as him but i like him better in Django. i mean you got more of him in Django, but that movie i only remember two actors i remember brad pitt and mm-hmm. i remember christoph waltz yes, and yes. waltz is in there going do you have milk i love milk and he's just normal every day and you feel that <laughs> yes. ten- that is one of the best I, I that is one of my favorite moments in cinema was that that scene where the the Jews are hiding under the basement and this creepy you know he's evil you just know it the way he walks around just dark evil oh like he was a bad guy from the moment you saw him I'm looking at a list um Joker oh, yeah. made number 2 and Darth Vader was number 1 yeah, I, I'm looking at probably looking at the same one. Um, Nurse Ratchet was number eight, and one who flew over the cuckoo's nest. That movie was weird as hell. That movie I, was I, weird. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't yeah. enjoy it. Now I will say, um, in No Country for Old Men, that guy was a good bad guy. That movie made me feel dirty. That movie was, yeah. I mean, like Kevin Spacey in Seven. <sighs> that movie was dark. Seven is the- worse than No Country for Old Men, though. Seven is I don't creepy. know, man. Because no country way, for old men that is gets is creepy. Javier Bardem, the way oh, he doesn't amazing. break, he doesn't break. Like he's just like he just kills people. That's just what he does. He has no emotion behind it, which makes him even more terrifying oh, because God, yeah. he just and he has that cattle punch machine with the oh. air tank. Chikonk. That's it. You're done. That um, is. His bad guy, his bad guy, he plays a good bad guy because in Skyfall, the James Bond movie, he, his bad guy was really good in that too. See, I've never seen that. Oh, yeah, his bad guy in that oh, was really, really good. I mean, you could say Gollum is a bad guy. Yeah, they, they said that. Um, uh, I don't I, see him. I, I, don't, I don't see him he's, as the bad guy. As, I mean, he's kind of a victim in the whole I, I'd say series. so. He's more of a victim because his attachment to the ring, uh, you know. Right. And he, probably, probably Joffrey, Darth Vader, and Voldemort, and then Agent Smith is number four. Yeah, I go, I go with that. Voldemort. Um, I mean, you could say Terminator, but that's kind of <laughs> the shark from Jaws. Yeah, the Queen. Like I said, yeah. Anyway. Anyway, that's just, we just wanted to have a talk about it because I'd like to get people to think about stuff a little different from time to time. But when you watch your movie, like, like pay attention, pay attention to the bad guys. Like, it's it's, it's, bad guys are supposed to be bad. They're bad for a reason. They're not because they want to, 
I'm so sorry that I've I've hurt your feelings, but I'm going to kill you now. No, they're not going to tell you they're sorry for hurting your feelings. They're just going to go ahead and kill you. They're going to call you a rat bastard and kill you. The thing is, is you can make a villain relatable, but you've got to make his actions unrelatable. Yes. So you could say, right. like, he wants to save the environment, but what he wants to do to save the environment is kill all of the people in the world. Well, it's, right? it's kind of like, it's kind of like Training Day. Training Day is on this list. Um, Alonzo Harris, the I've guy played, seen by, you, played by Denzel Washington. Well, as it starts off, you, you think Denzel, is he's a cop. But as they keep going on, he's a dirty cop. He, he's the bad guy in the movie. So he starts off as trying to train this guy, but he just keeps he keeps getting further and further down the rabbit hole of the bad cop. So you end up hating him for how he treats the cop he's he's training, the rookie cop Ethan Hawke. So okay. as Denzel keeps going on, it just it, it it just shows you a little bit more, a little bit more, like like in one scene. He has him. He has him uh, smoke some weed. Well, the weed's got uh, crystal meth in it. Jeez. Oh yeah. He's like hit that, hit that shit. He stopped wow. in traffic. Yeah, but he hit it. But he he tells him he's got to hit it. So because he's a drug cop, so he's got to know what he's he's looking for. No, he wants him to hit the weed because if he gets popped for a random, now he's a dirty cop. He's got something on him because he smoked weed. Right, right. So that was that was your little introduce into how Denzel's a bad cop, and it just keeps going further and further. So you end up hating Denzel even more, even more, even more. So I'm gonna have to watch that. You're going to have to. Yeah, I've been telling you for a while to watch Training Day, 2001. Probably... It's it's I. It's it, a different uh, Denzel. It's well, a different Denzel that you've seen. Okay, because see, it's my thing is there's there's a couple of genres of, of movies that I don't really gravitate towards. One is cop dramas, which is unusual because I love NCIS. Um, I don't really, I, I really don't like mafia stuff. Um, yeah, there's, there's, there's exceptions, of course, to the rule. And I don't really like the horror genre. Like, I'll, have, I'll have to look and see if I have it. I think I, I, think I own it because you can only watch it on Tubi. Okay. Um, all right. I think that's going to do it for that's that. Yeah. I, now, uh, we're celebrating Christmas. Christmas, yes. Coming Merry up Christmas. Monday. Happy um, holidays to those that don't celebrate Christmas. And I just, I, I have a little bit of Christmas uh, trivia. Christmas, fact, Christmas facts. Um, have you ever heard of a man named Zavarte Piet? I think that's how you pronounce it. Shavarze no, Piet Piet. No, I no, I Black not. Peter. Also Black Peter. Okay, yes. Okay. He went around with Santa Claus. They call him Sooty Peter. Uh <laughs> is a character is part of an annual feast of Saint Nicholas that is celebrated uh in the Netherlands. I'd never heard of this before. And it's basically exactly what you would think. The guy runs around in blackface. I can't, you couldn't have this anywhere but the Netherlands because now where did we get Santa Claus? Um, isn't it? I can't, I can't. Now St. Nicholas, St. Nicholas is, is one version of it, but Santa Claus 
comes from, uh, according to some historians, comes from the wild hunt of Odin. While riding the white horse Slepnir, he flew through the air as the leader of the wild hunt. He was always accompanied by two black ravens, Hugin and Munin. These helpers would listen, just like uh, Sooty Pete, at the chimneys of the homes they visited to tell Odin about the good and the bad behavior of the mortals below. The St. Nicholas tradition contains a number of elements that are not... Uh, I don't know what that... In medieval iconography, St. Nicholas is sometimes presented as taming a chained demon who may or may not be black. However, no hint of a companion demon or servant or any other human companion to the saint is found in visual or textual sources from the Netherlands in the 16th and 19th until the 19th century. Uh, I just find that fascinating because we, we just... We just take these traditions, you grow up, and you put the Christmas tree up, you decorate it, mm -hmm. Santa Claus comes down a chimney and leaves you presents, and we don't ever think about it. You don't no. know where this comes from. It's, no. just what, it's just what you do. Yeah, it's just a, it's just a, it's a tradition, like you said, something that's been passed on, you know? And, and, like, you look at other people from other places, you're like, Black Peter, that's weird. And he's just, he's like the right-hand man of Santa Claus. And they'll they'll go down parades and stuff, and I've shown you some pictures. Um, right, yeah, it's just yeah, I so weird to us because Santa Claus here rides rides a sleigh with reindeer and has, mm -hmm. but the Santa Claus we know was a creation of modern media that was made in the like I think the 30s or 40s to sell Christmas stuff. Yes, that our Santa Claus is completely removed. It's all commercial. It definitely it, is. It's just a commercial representation of, of the holiday of Christmas. It's just weird that, like, we don't realize the things. It's like, the, it's like Wednesday. Wednesday is literally translated as Odin's Day. Really? Woden, Woden's Day is Odin's Day. Yes. And we use it. Well, it's Wednesday. It's not a big deal. Someday. Yeah. It's literally Odin's Day. So it's, it's like you don't even realize the things that we do. It's like, man, it's just weird. Um, now, I, I did hear a story about uh, St. Nicholas. He's actually Turkish. Right, right. I, I saw that. I saw that. Um, I would have never guessed that. St. Nicholas. He is the patron saint of sailors, merchants, archers, repentant thieves. God, this guy's the, the saint of everything. Uh, anyway, yeah, I just, I just saw that and I wanted to share that about Black Peter. Uh, you said you had some, uh, did you have trivia or no? Uh, I have trivia. It's all kinds of trivia, but it, you know, a lot of it has to do with movies and, um, stuff like that. Um, so what's your favorite Christmas movie? Uh, the Santa Claus. Mine is Gremlins. <laughs> Hands down, my favorite Christmas movie of all time. That that's a good one. I would You're right. That's kind of like people saying Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Yeah. Gremlins shaped my childhood. The Mogwai. Yeah. Mogwai. Yeah. Now, I did, I did have somebody tell me. I asked somebody this the other day. I did have somebody tell me that Harry Potter is a Christmas movie. And I said, no. Just because Harry, po Harry Potter is a movie about kids going to school. Year-round. The year-round school. You know, they get two months off. I will give them that there is always something that happens on Christmas in these movies or, or in the books. 
but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna argue that I don't think Harry Potter is a Christmas movie. Now, my second favorite Christmas movie is gonna be Die Hard. I have to agree with you. I I, I like that movie. I, I it's probably the thing that really changed Bruce Willis from moonlighting to action star. It definitely did. It definitely did. Which we um, talked about that before. But that yeah. Was, no Die Hard. No Bruce Willis. We well, he would have been. He would have been the romantic. Uh, he would have been. What? Well, but yeah, love but interest because that moonlighting show. Vaughn. He'd have been the next Vince Vaughn. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, have y'all saw some eggnog? Um, I've got a. Uh, here we go. I want to read this real quick about Saint Nicholas. Okay, I found okay. it. After his parents died from an epidemic, Nicholas is said to have distributed their wealth to the poor in his most famous exploit, which is first attested in Michael the... Gosh, why don't they use English? <laughs> Nicholas heard of a devout man who had once been wealthy but had lost all his money due to the plotting and envy of Satan. Now, this guy was in Asia Minor. Um, the, 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 this, it depends. Some say he was in Turkey. It, it kind of... You know, it it just depends. Anyway, the man could not afford proper dowries for his three daughters. This meant that they would remain unmarried and probably, in absence of any other possible employment, be forced to become prostitutes. Hearing of the girl's plight, Nicholas decided to help them. But being too modest to help the family in public or save them the humiliation of accepting charity, he went to the house under the cover of night and threw a purse filled with gold coins through the window opening in the house. The father immediately arranged for the marriage of his first daughter after the wedding. Nicholas threw a second bag of gold through the same window later at, at a different night. According to the account, after the second daughter was married, the father stayed awake for at least two nights and caught St. Nicholas in the same act of charity toward the third daughter. The father fell to his knees thanking him, and Nicholas ordered him not to tell anyone about the gifts. The scene of Nicholas... Nicholas's secret gift-giving is one of the most popular scenes in Christian devotional art, appearing in icons and frescoes from across Europe. Although depictions vary depending on the time and place, Nicholas is often seen wearing a cowl while the daughters are typically shown in bed, dressed in their nightclothes. Many renderings contains a cypress tree or a cross-shaped cupola. I, and then there's... Wow. There's another story that says when he threw it through, it landed in the girl's stockings. They had lined up in front of the fire to dry. Oh, okay. So, his so you stockings. get the, yeah, his the stockings. So that's kind of the 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 mythos behind this. We, we I never knew he was from that part of the world. I always assumed, I always assumed as I got older that it came from, you know, uh, the Netherlands, up north somewhere. You know, just because it's reindeer right reindeer aren't associated with asia typically you think alaska up north russia places like that so that's what i always assumed um it's just weird how you've got it's supposedly the birth of jesus and then you've got this weird saint santa claus guy santa claus or however you pronounce it he's running around on a reindeer throwing stuff throwing gifts down chimneys it's like that's weird dude <laughs> yeah yeah it is so I didn't mean to cut you off. I just I had no. Just you're good. It. You're good. I just was going to tell everybody to have a have a cup of eggnog. This. Uh, Why do you think your eggnog recipe is so amazing? It's Martha Stewart's eggnog. Oh, the prison bitch. Oh, okay, yeah. Hey. <laughs> she went hey. to jail for what congressmen do on a daily basis. I find yes. that just. Horrible. I agree. I agree. Now I look at her. She's probably worth more now than she was then. Yeah, I haven't she, ever looked at it up to it, but. 
her nope. her recipe her recipe she didn't she didn't snitch that's what we know yes we know she didn't snitch on anybody but uh i will say i've i've had somebody make this for me and it is it's the, it's the only reason i like eggnog it what is eggnog is it just it's, milk it's or? it's eggs um sugar cream and and milk oh no and i don't then, i don't do anything with raw eggs no i promise you I promise you they're not raw, brother. There's enough okay. alcohol. There's enough alcohol oh, in this room. There's three cups of burnt. It's 12 large eggs, one and a half cups of sugar, one and a half cups of heavy cream, a quart of milk, three cups of bourbon, a half a cup of rum, and two cups of cognac. There is nothing raw in that because that alcohol is cooking the living daylights out of everything. And when I tell you one cup's enough, Two oh. cups of two cups of make you sing. Yeah, no, <laughs> you're, I'm good. You're singing to the neighbors and Merry Christmas. I promise you that with two See, cups of that. I yes, don't sir. eat mayonnaise because it's got raw eggs in it. Well, so with three cups of bourbon, three cups of bourbon, it's cooked. I promise you. <laughs> oh, it is amazing. Reminds oh. me of Rocky when he drinks the raw eggs. Ooh. No, yeah, no, you don't taste eggs. You don't taste milk. This. It even even in the recipe, it there are many places that say if you want to tone it down, then you got to cut some of the alcohol out because I mean oh, wow. three cups yeah. of bourbon. Yeah, dude, you're snockered. Yeah. Now, now, granted, this this does serve. It's a it's a big bowl. It's a large amount. So my friend cut it like in half. Okay. And so they did the six large eggs and three quarter cups. And they just cut everything in half, and and it it made enough for both of us to have quite a bit so yeah so you can, you can literally cut it in half i mean if you were making a small batch you could you know you you just got to do everything in in increments of of a third or a fourth or whatever but do when i tell y'all this service how do you serve it cold hot yeah it's it's cold it's it's okay. cold because it's you know it's got the eggs in it so you you serve it cold well i mean in in her recipe when she's making it when you watch her make it, she makes it right then and there and then serves it. But you, when you're done, you put it in the refrigerator to keep it because it's got the eggs in it. But okay. Yeah. And oh, yeah. I, out of the fridge, straight into a glass. Drink it up, my friends. Drink it up. And then uh, enjoy your family gathering. <laughs> hey, make sure might, you talk about politics. The, that, might, <laughs> that might be the only way you make it through the family gathering is, is with little Martha Stewart eggnog. You, you you start the thing off. You 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 give a toast. You get make sure everyone has a glass of it. You refill their glass, and then you pull out the MAGA hat, and then just let the hilarity ensue. Hey, <laughs> just because we have a favorite comedian that says MAGA hats are for fun yes. doesn't mean we have to bring that up. <laughs> oh. Speaking of which, that's what I'm getting my buddy for Christmas in the cult. Oh. I'm getting him one of those. <laughs> I am going to get him that, and I'm going to put it... I, um, I'm, put it on his I, car. I'm, get, uh, I'm giving it to the supervisor, and I'm going to say, make sure he opens. I want you videoing this. I'm doing it. Gonna You're gonna work. get fired. You're no, that's I'm a hate not. crime. That is that's a hate crime. How's it a hate crime? <laughs> it goes against his religious beliefs. Uh <laughs> he can't spell religious. Um, <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm gonna find that hat. Uh, oh, oh my now. god. Oh yeah. That's that's uh, a, that uh, is uh, so. Post, 
That'll be our next TikTok video. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I, since we're going to talk about this for a second, I saw a lady, she was arguing with uh, a cult member about Donald Trump. And the lady in the cult was like, well, if you vote for Trump, you're a racist. Which never, which never, like, it's like, I like the Green Bay Packers. That doesn't mean that I support cheese manufacturers. It's like, you know, the two are not exclusive to each other. Anyway, the lady, she's sitting there and she's getting really heated. And the lady doing the interview goes, well, okay, I can see that. Then that means you're a pedophile. And she goes, what? Yeah, Joe Biden's a pedophile. So then you're a pedophile. Oh, it just like, you saw brain vapor lock, man. She was just like, she she just stopped. Uh, yeah, she just uh, stopped. I was like, that's one way to do it. Yeah, I, I got so much joy out of it. I, I just was like, oh, finally. The, they Those interactions always fill me with joy because it's like you're never going to convince somebody to switch. No. Like, those are just, be, you're just doing that to get clicks. That's why you get those people that are like, he's evil. You know, it's like, okay. Anyway, oh, I just, just thought like, that was funny. Put yes, it in your pocket. If you're arguing with those people, just say, well, like your friend, for instance, yes. go, well, then if you vote for Biden, then you must be a pedophile. That's that, that, well, that I, should make uh, for a fun engagement. I'm going to use that next one instead of hitting him with the other facts. That's how I'm just going to hit him with that one instead of facts. <laughs> I, for, I, I always forget about that because you've told me to do that more than once, and I've yeah. always forgotten about that. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, you won't have a friend probably after that. <laughs> I can guarantee you, you well, two ain't going to Christmas parties hey, together. Let's Hold on. Let's reiterate this friend thing. He is a Cowgirls friend, fan. Oh, that's true. That's true. I mean, come on. Girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's got bad choices. In he already has life. bad choices, and that's what I, that's what I told him today. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's... (laughs) Speaking of bad, did you see years ago when Woody Harrelson was on Saturday Night Live? I just saw this, because I don't ever watch Saturday Night Live. Yes. Where he's going against Big Pharma? Yes. Oh, my God. That was so bad. It was... was, was, And... I thought it was hilarious. (laughs) Yes, I did, too. I did, too. Anyway. I hope that everyone out there has a happy holiday, a happy first of the year. Um, yes. all of that, everybody makes it through rookie night. Um, I'm going to stay home on rookie night. What's rookie night? New Year's Eve. Oh, I didn't know that's what it was called. Yeah. That's, um, in the beer business, we always called it rookie night because that's, you know, that's one reason why we don't work on New Year's Eve is because the, uh, alcoholic beverages that are, will be in, in, in taken. Oh, okay. That yeah. makes sense. That makes sense. Well, I think I think we've done enough damage for one podcast. Um, we kind of went all over the place. Uh, yeah, the we whole were. the whole show was just one giant tangent. Uh, <laughs> we had a plan. Uh, we failed to follow the plan, and then we got back on plan. All right. Well, we will see you next week yes. with another wonderful episode of Two Morons and a Microphone. Yes, yes. And, uh, <laughs> make, sure, make sure you hit us up on the X, um, Odd Times Podcast. The X, um, hit us, send us an email, oddtimespodcast at yahoo.com. We're on the gram and TikTok. Hit us up, man. Send us a message. Let us yep. know what, what y'all think. And, As a uh, matter of fact, uh, Mac had a, a re-touch re- with a, a buddy of his because of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
And we appreciate it, that. We do. We do. Um, but I would appreciate if that friend would stop listening. Um, no. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. You yeah. guys have a wonderful one. We'll see you next week. See y'all later.